This is a Socialist News and Views special interview. I'm Nick Schillingford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis with this special interview. During the Minneapolis teacher strike earlier this year, student occupation was an important part of cutting across the narrative that teachers were greedy and harming students with the strike. The occupation by Minneapolis high school students at the Minneapolis School Board headquarters of the Davis Center was covered very well by Unicorn Riot. An article from Unicorn Riot during the strike on March 24th linked in the show notes quotes a senior at Minneapolis's South High School as saying, quote, we're here because we're tired of MPS putting this idea into the media's head that the teachers are taking advantage of the students and using us to get whatever to get their demands. We're tired of MPS treating our teachers as like greedy, like narcissistic people, when in reality, they're like the basis of our communities and we rely on them for nearly everything. And they deserve better than what they're currently being given and what they're currently being offered on the union and MPS's strike table, end quote. During the occupation, I made a delivery of art and sign-making supplies to students at the Davis Center. One of those students was Saturn Wilming, who we will speak with in today's interview. Also mentioned in this interview is Cliff Wilming, who is Saturn's father. He's also previously done an interview on this program after being fired for wearing hospital scrubs earlier on in the pandemic. We'll also link to that interview in the show notes. And now we go to the interview with Saturn. Have a listen. So on Socialist News and Views, we let folks introduce themselves. You want to just tell us who you are real quick? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm Saturn Wilming. I'm Cliff Wilming's daughter. I feel like that's who most people know me as. Hey. But it's pretty cool to be here. I'm, I'm really excited. I love being on podcasts. I love being interviewed, especially about stuff like this that I've done. And I was really proud of us. So it's pretty fun to be here. Really happy to be here. Right. And you're a student. Um, yes. And you were involved with uh, supporting teachers during the teacher strike. I was, um, back in April, I remember we all, when the teachers all went on strike, I remember the big, the big, like, main reason a lot of us went was, first of all, because it's also our education, that if we see teachers and teachers are struggling to teach us, that's not just, like, that stops becoming just their problem, because it's affecting how we're educated, that's, I think a lot of people were coming because of that, but really... A lot of people were also coming just because we do love our teachers and we care about them immensely. Like, oh, the teachers have changed my life for the better many, many times. Like you, they're like the backbone of everything. Without teachers, we wouldn't be able to do anything. They're like one of the most essential jobs ever. Like you wouldn't learn anything because it, uh, it's just I could get into it. Yeah, they've been super. I mean, teachers have been super important in my life for sure. Um, yeah, I so I, you know, as you mentioned, I I know your dad, Cliff. And uh, I had actually brought some supplies up uh, to you guys when you were supporting the teachers. I think with uh, like essentially the occupation and you were making some signs and doing some art. Um, you know, how, how many of the students do you think were like involved in uh, actively supporting the teachers? Was it like a lot of students that wanted to get involved or was it like kind of a specific smaller group that was getting involved or... Um, I couldn't really tell you. I think there was a lot of students. I can think of like, a few people who were like really involved and in kind of the cornerstones, but I think a lot of students came 
like I said, it, it's the amount that I like didn't know most of the people there because mm. I I was also one of the younger people there okay. because I was in eighth grade at the time, so I just didn't recognize a lot of people. But I don't. I think it's kind of harder to pinpoint who. I think we were all in support of them because we would see at the very least people would be talking about it on social media or like sharing things. Mm. A lot of people didn't end up coming out, but. God, when we went to the Navy Center, there was over a hundred, there had to be over a hundred people there. Yeah, it looked pretty Which, busy there. There was a lot of folks. Oh, it was very busy. <laughs> but, no, how, I, I... How long were you guys up there for? Three days, I think. Okay. I and, was only, I was only there for, I was there for the three days, but I only was overnight once. Hmm. But... No, it was really awesome. It was really cool to see everybody come out, especially because a lot of these people I didn't really know, so it was cool to get to know people through that. I mean, it's a really good way to bring people together when you're there in some part of a cause like that. It really did. It's just super interesting to find out all these people's like, political backgrounds and figure out where they got started. It was it was really awesome. Yeah, is, so is anyone, you know, like around you, like your friend group or other, you know, young people they see on social media, are they still talking about any of these issues or is that like pretty well, it's kind of no. like resolved now and now like, you know, they talk about it or is there other stuff they talk about? Well, at least maybe this is me. I haven't seen a lot about teachers in a mm. long time. I think that's just because the strike did end and things kind of settled down. But I, don't, I think nowadays people, it, it's, if there's a cause that needs, to be spread or shared or raised awareness about. Young people have become really good at that, especially because in our day and age, it's really easy to get words out about like protests and fundraisers and gatherings and whatnot. So you th do you think social media has made that easier then, like to get that information out basically? Oh, totally. Because I mean, when I hear people talk about their political stories or how they got an open topic, it's a lot of word of mouth. Like, I know someone who knew it, and if you didn't really know anybody, then it was a bit harder to get involved if you didn't know when and where. So it's made it a lot easier for people to learn new things. Like, I know I wouldn't have learned a lot of the stuff I know now if it weren't for people on social media, and it does sound so weird because a lot of people see it as just this um, echo chamber of, like, oh, it's misinformation, everybody's telling you it's not the, tr it's not the truth, everything's a lie, whatever, and it's so weird. I think that's the weirdest concept ever because... Social media has made it a lot easier for people to get word out about movements like this, and it helped the teachers strike a lot. Like that's how we all were managed to get supplies and like people to come and help. It was, it's really cool. It's really cool to see how that impacted the whole movement. Yeah, and you you talked about learning. Like you know, is there like a specific lesson or a specific like you know just something that you learned during that experience? You know, supporting the teachers and stuff that that you kind of think of now or anything that you learn? I think one thing is that when you do go out there and you show up, it makes a difference in those people's lives because I have teachers who I saw there who I know who were so grateful and they talked about it forever. I have a little somewhere I have a thank you card from one of my teachers because she was there. They, It just, it basically showed me that it, when you do show up and when you help, even if it's very minimal, that people remember it. It's a very, like, getting involved. And, 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 of course, I knew that it didn't only affect you, but you see how it really just 
makes these people's lives a lot easier and it makes them happier and grateful. So it's just showing up is so important, especially during movements like these. Like being a warm body on the picket line helps so much in these causes and it definitely helps them, um, the, oh, what's the word? Um, it just... Like momentum? Yes, for sure. The teachers are all very happy. Like when I remember we showed up, they didn't know we were going to be there. It was super like, they were so excited. It was super awesome. Do you think the students showing up helped win the strike? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Governor Walls was talking a lot about how, oh, not Governor Walls. My bad. I, I'm getting these two mixed up in my head. It was, I can't remember his name. Like the head of the school board? Or? Yeah, at the time. I can't remember his name for some reason. That's right. But we can forget it. <laughs> he was talking a lot about how, oh, this is impacting the students and other students must be so upset. And basically making it seem like we were totally helpless and just pinning the blame on the teachers. Like, you're striking and look how it's hurting your students. So I think for us to show up and say, like, we don't care that we're off school. We're here to support our teachers. And what matters is that our teachers are getting help and not that we're missing school because we're missing education already if you guys aren't giving them these working conditions that they need. Right. And I think that really did show him, like, when we pressured them, it made a big difference because they didn't think students had as big of a voice or as big of a care for this cause. And they were using us almost as leverage to be like, this strike is bad and to oppose the strike. Right. So us saying, we don't oppose the strike. Stop using us as something to oppose the strike. Right, it really showed that argument was, you know, was not true, right? No, <laughs> what he was saying it wasn't. Was it, incorrect. It was a big talking point. I remember people were very upset because, again, it was just kind of, it was really invalidating and hurtful to the teachers who also probably felt stressed enough. Because, I mean, they're not working. They have kids, they have families, and then also to feel like they're neglecting their students. It helped the teachers feel better showing up, and it also helped shut down that whole argument. Right. It's super important. It was really important that y'all showed up, and so that's why I wanted to uh, talk to you. Is there anything that you would, you know, if if the teachers are, you know, uh, you know, kind of under pressure again, or if they were to go out on strike again, is there, you know, something different you would do, or did you, uh, you know, something else you would do in the future uh, to support them that you didn't get a chance to do last time? Um, I think I only didn't get the opportunity to do this just because I think at the time my schedule was really cramped. Hmm. Is that I would love to just be able to go to more picket lines because I didn't end up going, I didn't end up picketing as much as I wanted to, and it seems like so trivial, but I would have liked to be out there on the picket line with them, hmm. like representing myself and making sure they know that at least like I, I'm here, I want to be there. Yeah. that I would want. That's it is kind of a weird thing, but I can really only think about that. I remember I didn't take it nearly as much as I wanted to. Hey, I think getting out on the picket line, support you know, showing that you're out there to support and you're gonna walk, you know, with those workers, with those teachers. Like I think that's super important. So that makes sense to to me. I also said, you know, I talked to your dad briefly in the text after, and he was talking about um, you know some environmental activism that you guys had a, a natural gas pipeline come through where you were living before and there was some stuff that happened around that do you remember anything from that uh 
Oh my god. Do situation? I, it, was, it was like my whole life. Right. From when I was a kid to when I was older. I'm from Chicago, so after we moved out of Chicago and moved there, it was basically like he jumped right into this. And where did you move? A Lafayette, Colorado. Okay. And so there was so, a pipeline coming through. There was, no. It was like fracking and oil. Oh. And there was a ton of fracking in our area. It was super, super bad. Like, it caused us through illnesses and children. It was horrible. Like, it was the whole, like, you could set your water on fire. There was so much gas in it. Not where we lived, but it was around us for sure. Like, Colorado was a total, and I believe it's still, like, a total oil mine. So we, the first speech, I made my first ever speech. I was, like, three or four. Wow. And that was the thing is we were just protesting these, like, pipelines and these, um, I don't even know, fracking rigs. Okay. And it really is what started me into activism and, like, what started my whole passion for that was because whenever I was a kid, I would go to these protests with him. Mm. And I, it helped me, pub, like, learn public speaking and how to work a crowd and how to really make a good point. Like, it taught me a lot about that. Right. <laughs> but no, all, like, the beginning of activism was fighting. It was local government. It was fighting, um, like... Basically, these big court, like big oil, all that stuff, like learning how to navigate that and moving through life, it helped me a lot because now facing other issues, like if people ask me to speak out in local government, I know what to do. Right. It was really meaningful for me to be able to be a part of that. And it helped me and my dad get closer. We, I learned a lot about what his life was like in politics. It was just, like, the biggest part of my life for years and years and years, fighting oil and gas in my small town. And it helped me, it helped me, like, it, it helped drive a passion for this thing, like, when we went up to Standing Rock, because we helped protest up at Standing Rock. We have, I've had, it was just, it was, it was really a cornerstone of my whole life. Like, I'm so grateful I had that opportunity. What do you, I knew he what, would ask me. What I knew he'd want you to ask me about that. I was going to say, what do you remember way. most from, what do you remember most from Standing Rock? Like, like what's the most vivid memory you have from being up there, positive or negative? Yeah. It was, um, it's like, I think what I really do remember, and this was, there was, it was just such a lovely community. Hmm. And a lot of people wanted, and I think this is so valid that we show this side of like, grief and anger but really it's like important to remember these are people who right <laughs> throughout this it was just it was a really amazing experience being able to go there and meet everybody and I remember when we were going to bed they were singing and it was it's so beautiful that music is really just amazing mm-hmm. but yeah going up there it was just so incredible to actually be able to see what was happening because a lot of people have a perspective from outside, but you never really know until you're there. Right. Like being able to show up and help. And you felt community up there. You really felt uh, like a feeling of community. Like, yeah, it was just everybody. It was being there because everyone knows why you're there and, mm. like, supporting a cause. It means a lot to people, so you end up... It's just a really good feeling. Like you're all community. working towards the same goal, too. Yeah. Like, like that's... And coming from my background of oil and gas, it was like we were working towards a similar cause back in my hometown. Mm. 
So it was kind of interesting for me to go and see this kind of bigger scale situation or this bigger scale operation right. on this piece of land that is totally sacred. And it was just, it was, again, it was a really big experience. I went when I was like eight. It was on my eighth birthday. <laughs> we went up there. And that, again, just shows how much this stuff has impacted me. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was really amazing. I'm, I'm usually better with words, but... Hey, uh, amazing is good. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, but, to, you don't have to come up with some flowery words. Amazing is amazing, and it's, you know... And if you weren't there, you'll never really know, right, exactly what it was like. It was worth it, and it still is. Like, if anybody was thinking about ever going up to support it, it is amazing, and it's totally deserving of more coverage than it's getting, because... I mean, it is these people's livelihood. It was, it changed my life and it really, really helped. And I'm hoping that, God, it's just. And the water in general, water is important to all of us too, right? Yeah, that's the whole quote. The water is life. Mm -hmm. That's, it means a lot to these people. And it's, of course, it means a lot to everybody. Water is super important. And the fact that they are having to even fight to not have oil in their water is absolutely insane to me mm-hmm. because it does feel like maybe it's like who has ever has asked for that? Like, right. no, I don't want oil in my water. Like that's insanity to me, but I agree. No, it was, it was really amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I could go up there and support, even if it was super minimal. Mm-hmm. Well, I really and appreciate I could, that too. I, uh, I had actually never got a chance to get up there. We were going to bring some supplies up there, and then, you know, the situation changed a little bit, and we ended up not. But, um, yeah, it's super important. I really appreciate everything that uh, you've done, and I think, you know, you're, like you said, you're getting set up to play, a, I think, an important role as an activist, Saturn. And so, you know, like, I guess my last question is just, like, you know, in the future, like, what do you see as the most important issues or things that you're, like, most passionate about um, you said getting out on picket lines in the future. What what else is, do you see as something you're really passionate about on the activism front? That is a hard question to answer shortly, but I guess off the top of my head, some of the biggest ones for me are, just right now, the abortion rights of women in the mm. United States, of people who need abortions. That's something that's always been really close to my chest and important to me. I've always really been a big supporter of that, so I would like to see... Some more continuous coverage of that, I guess, would be good. Right. And again, the environment and environmentalism has always been important to me. So just coverage on, like, really just some active change in that situation. Because mm-hmm. right now, oh my gosh, I believe in Minneapolis. They're trying. There's this new plan that I was talking to some people about a while ago, but. It's like a, it's like a basically trying, it's like an eco plan or a environmental plan for Minneapolis. Okay. It's really amazing. So I guess the, those are the two things like right in this moment that when I'm thinking about what I want to do in the future, those are the two things that I have already have a really strong voice in and would like to continue speaking out about. Cause I mean, it's like, we all live here. It's a planet. If it's just, if we're not going to help it. What's the point? I agree. Um, it's like we live here and it's this like Goldilocks planet that we're totally trashing and that I think we deserve, it deserves a lot more respect and a lot more care 
So I think we should, I would love to keep speaking out about that. That's always been very important to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I really yeah. appreciate you speaking with me. I, yeah, I have a lot of hope that, you know, I, I would like to see Minneapolis become, you know, an example of how we can coexist with the uh, ecosystems and everything else, right? And I think, oh, a, totally. you know, a plan on that would be super important. You've done a lot of great work so far, and I really appreciate everything you've done. Thanks for speaking with me. Is there anything else you want to say before you go? No, thank you so much for having me. Fantastic. And that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. If you have anything else to share with us, please feel free to message us on SoundCloud or Facebook. Solidarity. This has been a Socialist News and Views special interview.